everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Have you ever been betrayed by somebody close to you? Maybe it was a friend, maybe it was a family member, maybe it was an acquaintance, but you usually could trust them, you usually cared about them to a very high degree, and all of a sudden, they are out to get you. We're going to talk about exactly that concept in a little bit, uh, but first, we're going to cover some of these other Psalms. Today on the podcast, we looked at Psalm 3 to 4, 12 to 13, 28, and 55. So one specific psalm that really stuck out to me today was psalm four and honestly it kind of just like was connecting with some other things that i have been processing throughout the day um so i was reading in john today um the story of uh when jesus turns the water into wine and he is basically um providing this miracle but at the very tail end of the chapter in verse 25 Um, It talks about um, how Jesus, like, he understands the heart of the people. And from that, uh, I, like, had to dig a little bit deeper because, like, at first there was a correlation being made by someone else that I was, um, like, listening to that they were trying to make the point that, like, Jesus was man, so he understood them. But then I was like, no, I don't think that's totally right. So I dug a little bit further and it was talking about how Jesus knew the hearts of men because he was God and knew that, yes, he was like providing this miracle for them, but faith in and of itself needs to be more than just being wowed by miracles. Um, Faith is much deeper than that. So when I was reading through this Psalm today, it like immediately connected me back to that story. Uh, Verse six says there are, well, I should start by saying this, the, the title that, um, was given to this chapter in our Bible. It says, answer me when I call. Um, And I think this connects really specifically when we look at verse six. Um, So this is just like crying out like, Lord, please, please answer me when I'm calling to you, when I'm asking for things. And verse six says, there are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they when their grain and wine abound. Um, So that's like so interesting to me because um, it's like this call out for God to like grant, I don't know, whatever you desire, um, whether that be like financial um, signs that you feel like you need for something to make a decision. Um, But our, our little footnotes say joy is not the result of those material things or or signs, or in Jesus' case in that story, um, the miracles. It's like, it's faith alone in Christ. Um, And so that to me was just like, whoa, okay, it's really cool how these connections are being made across um, the Testaments too, which is really cool, New and Old Testament. Um, But yeah, that, that really just kind of made my mind just, I don't know, spiral and start thinking of all these connections. Um, that our faith is so much more than just a fleeting uh, miracle that we will more than likely forget. And I do it. We do it all the time. Uh, Ryan and I have been in some situations in our past where we were just like calling out to God for for signs. And things definitely fell right into our laps at times. Uh, but it's so interesting how, I mean, we kind of forget about those things sometimes and then just like almost demand God to like, shine your face upon us. Tell us what you want to tell us. Um, but 
it's so much more than that. Just like that, that walking day by day faith in, in Christ alone. There's a really interesting story in the gospels where Jesus is telling a parable um, about a rich man. It's called the rich man and Lazarus. Mm -hmm. And Lazarus was a sick man that was laying at, um, Lazarus was a sick man laying at the rich man's gate his whole life. And then they both died at the same time. Right. And Lazarus goes to heaven and essentially the rich man goes to hell. And there's this dialogue between the two of them. And the rich man who is in hell basically says to God, like, hey, please send Lazarus to my family and tell them that they should believe. Because if Lazarus comes back from the dead and tells them that they should believe, they'll finally believe. Mm -hmm. And one of the takeaways from the parable, uh, one of the things that Jesus explains through uh, God in the story, is that if they have not believed the law and the prophets, they will not believe right. him. Hmm. And the idea is, if you don't believe the word, if you don't believe what has already been to revealed to you, most likely, miracles are not going to bring you closer. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So, I mean, if, if you're out for just miracles... Your heart's in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. And that is, does seem to be what Psalm 4, one of the things, Psalm 4 is really sharp and really good. Um, it's also very short, so you can read it pretty quickly. But <laughs> Psalm 4 definitely alludes to the fact that if you're only joyful when God's filling your grain, mm -hmm. it's not going to be enough. You need to be joyful in the mm -hmm. Lord in plenty and in lacking, um, which is actually why Paul said he figured out the secret uh -huh, to all circumstances. Uh -huh. He can be content in all things. Um, so hmm. that's so interesting too. Cause even you said filling their, their grain, yeah. it's almost like present day to me is just like filling the demands that I ask yeah. of God, like yeah. do this and do it now. Which is really so funny because if you're listening to the United States, you're already living in one of the most prosperous countries in all of human history. Like we have many things and yet our heart is such a pit uh -huh. that we just want more and more and more. For so sure. we have most of the comforts that the world has to offer and they still aren't enough. What's that funny saying? If you don't learn from history, you'll never learn. Or <laughs> yeah. Like That's kind of like a weird secular twist yeah. of this. <laughs> so essentially the, the overall message of Psalm four is to have peace in, in all circumstances, because even when you're stressed and anxious, you can trust in God. You can pray to God. You can trust that he hears mm -hmm. you and you can remember the ways that he has provided for you in the past. And ultimately, uh, you can have faith knowing that God has cared for you in the past. He's going to care for you in the present, and he will continue to care for you in the future. God did not bring you to where you are today. Mm -hmm. if, if this is resonating with you, God did not bring you to where you are today just to drop you off and laugh and be like, ha! Mm -hmm. Like, God's done some things for you. You know that's true. So continue to have faith that he will continue to work. I fall because God oftentimes does not work fast enough to my liking. I was going to say, like, and to, like, I think of certain things, like certain things in my life that I've got gripped really tightly. <laughs> like, truly, there are things that I'm like, well, if God takes this away, I, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I think we all probably have those things in our lives that are just like, oh, yeah, I say this, but. Yeah. What about this? So, uh, connected to that, Psalm 55 is another psalm that's very closely related to what you do when difficult things happen to you. But this particular psalm seems to address specifically what you do when somebody very close to you decides to betray you completely. 
Uh, it's interesting because we're doing this chronological reading. This particular psalm would resonate with David in the sense where Amnon and Absalom are fighting each other and fighting eventually David's kingdom altogether. These are his own sons that he has raised in his household and they are rejecting him and fighting him. Which psalm are you talking here? This is uh, this is Psalm 55. 55 okay. uh, and it seems like that is the, um, the situation at hand when he's writing this psalm. Another commentary suggests that this has to do with Jonathan because it talks about um, his closest friend whom he had made a covenant with. Uh, the problem is there's not a lot of significant strife recorded between David and Jonathan, uh, though a lot of time passed in their friendship, so we don't know necessarily what that looked like. It seems like this psalm is related to Amnon and Absalom. Such names. I wonder if they're going to get a comeback. <laughs> I strongly doubt it. <laughs> I know your favorite name from yesterday was Ahithophel. Oh, I hated that. I could not say it. Um, so the idea of this psalm is, listen, when you're dealing with it, this is funny. It's like a broken record now with the psalms. But it's like, yeah, when you when you struggle with things, when you have things that are difficult, what are you supposed to do? Go to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Go to the Lord. Go to the Lord. It seems like so many of these psalms are different ways of saying basically, go to the Lord. <laughs> uh -huh. um, but that is, that is the thing. I mean, Psalm 55 starts out in verse one, give ear to my prayer. O God, and hide not yourself from my plea for mercy. Attend to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint and I moan because of the noise of the enemy. So he paints this picture of this terrible enemy and then gives you even more context towards the middle. That is actually this terrible enemy used to be my best friend. And uh, verse 20, my companion stretched out his hand against his friend. He violated his covenant. His speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. <laughs> smooth as butter. Never thought you'd hear that from the Bible. There you go. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Mm. What a promise to keep in your heart when you're dealing with difficult things. Uh, I'm just reminded of how important it is to trust that you are righteous before God. Ultimately, we are righteous before God because of Jesus' atoning sacrifice, the fact that he gave his life to pay the debt for our sin. Um, but there's kind of that like eternal righteousness that is living in the truth of Christ's sacrifice on our behalf. But I think there's also just like real world righteousness that we are called to be holy. And so when we are living a holy life, um, which we cannot do outside of Jesus, don't hear me saying some kind of legalistic nonsense, but when we are making good decisions and decisions that honor Jesus, that honor God with our lives, uh, he does protect us and he does care for us and he does guard us. And so we know that we can cast our cares on the Lord because he has promised that the righteous will not be moved. Mm -hmm. So circling back to Psalm 4 and also to Psalm 55 that Ryan was just talking about, I think a year part for today um, really goes along with what we were talking about throughout the episode um, especially here in my footnotes, I just read this. I think it's really applicable to, um, all of our lives, but it says when thinking about Psalm four, the Psalm expresses quiet trust amid troubling circumstances. Um, so I think something to encourage you all with today is no matter the circumstance that you are in, 
um, the trouble, it could be many different things, but those troubling circumstances that you are in, just remember to have that quiet trust in the Lord, um, knowing that just because we demand something from him, that's not necessarily how that relationship works, but just the quiet trust that he will um, work out his good plan in your life today. All right. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you guys back tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word. And your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Psalm chapters 3 and 4. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, There is no salvation for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessings be on your people. Answer me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts, on your beds, and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they when their grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm chapters 12 and 13. Save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of man. Everyone utters lies to his neighbor. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and tongues that make great boasts. Those who say, with our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are with us. Who is master over us? Because the poor are plundered, because the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will place him in the safety for which he longs. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. You, O Lord, will keep them. You will guard us from this generation forever. On every side the wicked prowl, as vileness is exalted among the children of man. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Lift up my eyes, lest I sleep and sleep of death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. Psalm 28 To you, O Lord, I call. My rock, be not deaf to me. 
lest if you be silent to me I become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands towards your most holy sanctuary. Do not drag me off with the wicked, with the workers of evil, who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. Give to them according to their work and according to the evil of their deeds. Give to them according to the work of their hands. Render them their due reward, because they do not regard the works of the Lord or the works of his hands. He will tear them down and build them up no more. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my pleas for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song I give thanks to him. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. O oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Psalm 55 Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my plea for mercy. Attend to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint, and I moan because of the noise of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they drop trouble upon me, and in anger they bear a grudge against me. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. And I say, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, I would wander far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. I would hurry to find shelter from the raging wind and tempest. Destroy, O Lord. Divide their tongues. For I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around on its walls, and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. For it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me, then I could hide from him. But it is you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. We used to take sweet counsel together. Within God's house we walked in the throng. Let death steal over them. Let them go down to Sheol alive, for evil is in their dwelling place and in their heart. But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage, for many are arrayed against me. God will give ear and humble them, he who is enthroned from of old, because they do not change and do not fear God. My companion stretched out his hand against his friends. He violated his covenant. His speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, will cast them down into the pit of destruction. Men of blood and treachery shall not live out their days, but I will trust in you. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.